0: podcast is part of the sports social podcast network
1: hello uh, this is me chris mcglade tickets are on sale for my critically acclaimed show forgiveness at the iconic hundred club on oxford street in london
2: how can you write a comedy show about the murder of your father well,
1: Chris McGlade, the Northern comedian, has with his critically acclaimed show, Forgiveness, at the 100 Club on Oxford Street, October the 12th. Tickets at biletto.co.uk or at the 100 Club. Chris McGlade, Forgiveness. Come down and see the show. Thanks very much.
2: From the people who turned a niche Scottish football podcast into a critically acclaimed TV show on the BBC... It's Review from the Terrace, a pop culture podcast network. Hello and welcome to the Still Game Podcast. My name is Bethany Tennick. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Scottish Rewatchable Hello and welcome to <sighs> Review from the Turnbuckle. Debating the best in movies, iconic TV shows, classic albums, peak era wrestling, and so much more. Some intern got fired for that. Like, I'd <laughs> <laughs> be like, Jared! And what would you have done? <laughs> Loved it. What a moment. What a moment. Review from the Terrace brings together a collection of professionals, pals, misfits and special guest interviews The one and only Ewan Angus G Telfer, Director of Style Games Michael Hines That's Review From The Terrace, a newly created podcast network with at least two shows dropping every week Good to see you man, good to see you man Been a long time man
1: <laughs> Many people will say it's the biggest moment in the
2: history of wrestling It's about <laughs> 35 <laughs> <laughs> Find us on Acast or wherever you get your podcasts
1: Hello and welcome to uh, Footballistic the Arsenal. I'm Boyd Hilton. Sidekick Josh is looking resplendent in his Soho House style mansion. Hi, Josh.
2: I am delighted to be here. I'm not in a mansion, sadly, but um, Soho House style, I'll take it. I think it's a huge compliment to my wife who designed this room. And yeah. I'll pass on your, your kind remarks. You are, of course... In, in your HQ where we every week see a Bamiyang and Lacazette over your shoulder mm. Mm. Yeah, shaking yeah. hands with each other.
1: Yeah. I Any actually, other
2: developments at your place?
1: I actually recently, funnily enough, I probably shouldn't say this is going to, this is going to um, seal my reputation for being an absolute massive ponce. But, um, yeah. I have recently acquired a lot of Soho Home, which is the Soho House homewares offshoot, um, because I did that thing where they do that thing where if you spend loads of money on your Soho House uh, membership, they give it to you back in credit. So I've just spent a vast amount of money on so, on of so like towels and bedding, bed equipment, and um, cushions, etc. So hmm. my my flat is suddenly looking like so like more like Soho House even than yours, Josh. As if as if we could be any more elitists Anyway,
0: I, I was going to say I've not I've not been myself. So I'm, I'll, well, I'll my we'll invite got lost in the post.
1: Josh and I will treat you. <laughs> <laughs> at, the end, at the end of the season if I'll you've achieved down. if you've achieved enough um quality appearances on this podcast max that is the voice of max goodborn pr legend um oh. arsenal fan etc hi max
0: hello guys wonderful to be joining <laughs> you today
1: thank you um of Ready Ten PR, that's the name of your company, isn't it? Ready Ten PR. Yeah, little plug. You, uh, little yeah, enough. little, little oh. plug. Little plug. Check it on um Twitter, etc. Um where to begin, well, apart from ignoring, let's hope someone edits out my Soho Home um <laughs> confession. Um, where to begin with our triumphant one nil victory over Burnley. Perhaps with did we all did we all um, manage to watch it? Josh, how much of it I I, I confess um i listened it was on five Live. it was the live game on five live which was handy and i and i did cover stream on my um, ipad um and it meant that my technique now is because the five live if five live is covering a match they're ahead of a live stream so they were about 10 seconds ahead so whenever anything vaguely important happened or something happened i would then double check i would go onto the live stream and see it for real um in video form and that worked quite well for me how about you how did how did you keep in touch with the game
2: I did find a terrific stream. It was, I think, the South African coverage, oh. which is just the international sort of international Premier League productions feed. And I had a, a good stream and a perfectly enjoyable experience. It's strange to think it hasn't been that long since these games were all being offered to us at 15 pounds yeah. for, <laughs> that, for that period. And then they were free again. Mm. And, now it makes you think about what would you be happy to spend, given your alternative as a dodgy stream. We all had it; we all enjoyed yeah. that period where it was just free, when it was on, you know, Sky and Sky Ultra HD, if you're Boyd. But for those of us uh, who are now resorting to streams, which I think was pretty much everyone, right? Then uh, it does make you think: what would you have paid, Boyd? If, if you had the option um, just to stick it on your TV, what would you have been happy?
1: Oh, to part I with? mean, I'm so. Um, <laughs> I would have paid probably quite a lot of money. I would definitely have paid fifteen. Yeah, I mean, I would have been in that. Yeah. I think when they when they came up with that crackpot scheme, um, they were thinking of fans like me who who are so um, you know kind of elitist that would probably spend that kind of money on washing it in the comfort of our own homes. But Max, you how did you watch it? Did you did you have a nice stream? I mean, I'm not, by the way, listeners, in case anyone from the, I think, I think we're, I don't know what the legal position is. I don't think they can arrest you for watching something. I think, um, like above board football. I think if you, if you provide the stream, I mean, I'm making this up, but we're all admitting that we watched it some way. Max, I don't want to get you in trouble, but did you manage to watch the game?
0: Yeah, I did. I watched it. Uh, Astro Super Sports, I think it was. Oh, and I saw okay. uh, mine and Josh's close friend uh, Nigel Winterburn was one of the pundits for that one. Um So, Nigel. yes, he was. He was. He did did a sterling job at halftime, and the, the stream held up pretty well, other than I missed the goal. I missed. Ah. The, I got the, the, uh, there was a. Uh, it was it was doing pretty well and then the free kick was awarded and it just cut out and then by the time we were back on it had been scored, which was our, our best best bit of the game. But um but yeah, did watch did watch it all.
1: Good, good. Um you because you Josh, you get to more I mean you go to way more away games than I do, but you weren't tempted by this one, Burnley, too much? A bridge too far, <laughs> a northern trip too far.
2: I was tempted, you know, but I was actually left in charge of my eight month old daughter for the first time alone, as my wife went on a hem party wow. this weekend. So had I then tried to offload her to, say, grandparents or other care, <laughs> that may have looked inappropriate. So, <laughs> no, I've decided not to uh, do the trip to to Burnley, but I'm definitely going to get some some good away trips in this season. I hope you'll be joining, Boyd. I mean, Man United away is midweek, which gives me memories of your mm. famous trip to Old yes. Trafford yes. where you recorded a podcast yes. drunk, fr- yes. frankly, on the yeah. way back home, so we maybe do. we can try and. I, I when wasn't is that there for that one? When is that? Okay. Mm. Coming up. Well, uh, I think it's Check uh, the Let calendar. me just Google it. Yeah, okay. I'm checking the calendar as we speak. That game is taking place on the 30th of November, um, oh, okay. 8 p.m. That's... kickoff. So. That's Happy the week. Be- that's that. the
1: week before my birthday. So maybe that'll maybe that'll work out a bit. Yeah, that's quite a good. Are you idea, suggesting
2: quite, like an overnight trip to celebrate um, the birthday on this
1: Tuesday night? Maybe, or? maybe. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Um, who knows? I mean, it, scary to play Man United. Much scarier now than they were. What that game, which was what a couple of years ago, now wasn't it? Hmm. Funnily enough, I was thinking of that game, Max, because. That game we had quite a good VAR decision by memory go go our way. Oh, yeah, do you remember? I think it sticks in the mind. Abamian, Abamian. Yeah, goal. right. Yeah. And um, which I think was waved, flagged offside, but was then given onside in the VAR. And onside well. by about
0: two yards, wasn't it? Right.
1: <laughs> and uh, I think this, the VAR decision that happened in the Burnley game yeah. felt like one of our best VAR that's gone for us for a long time. Thank and thank fuck for that because you know we would well, have won
0: that game thought I, I mean, you, yeah, you say that, but how could that possibly have been given I mean first and foremost I think the real thing to think about with that was what a poor back pass it was by Ben White yeah so under hit 50 Um,
1: million Ben White
0: yeah I mean I I thought to be honest I thought he struggled um, against against Wood and Ashley Barnes I thought they really did get the better of him, but uh, but yeah, it was a, it was it was a it was a hairy moment when uh, when when it was initially given for a pen and you thought here we go, but um but yeah, VAR came to our to our rescue on that occasion.
1: Do you agree, Josh, that Ben White, he definitely um I wouldn't say he's arrived um with glowing, um, glowingly good reviews for his performances so far. I mean he he played in the in the first the calamitous first game um and wasn't great um and he played then he had some weeks off for for covid and then and then he came back and he was he was dodgy wasn't he in the yes in the in the in the burning game i mean funnily enough not for the reasons like his heading was fine his, his defensive heading was good i think his stats were, were really good there but it was that back pass was terrible and he had a couple of dodgy moments yeah. when they were playing around at, at the back where he seemed either overconfident or i don't know what or just lack of concentration you just there were just some definitely some dodgy moments
2: Look, there are a couple of moments, but I think there's a danger of over- overreacting here. I mean, the pass back is is poor, but not. You probably, you know, you you could have one or two of those a season. We're lucky we, we got a we got away with it, and one of those moments where you're really thankful there was VAR because. Otherwise, you know, it's a penalty and, you know, invariably probably a a draw in the game. So I don't know. I think maybe that's hard. Gabrielle and Ben White were probably always going to be the centre-half pairing that we were prepared for this season. I think any new defensive partnership is going to take a little bit of time. Is it going to be flawless from the beginning? No. Should we celebrate two clean sheets in a row in two Incredibly important games just to get the six points, albeit probably expected to to get six or certainly four points. So I think um, I'm not I'm not worried or concerned or drawing conclusions about someone that you know cost mm. obviously a, an absolute fortune in terms of a fee for someone that's you know just been on the fringes really of international football and you know playing championship football just a couple of years ago. I'm not too worried, Boyd. I think there are yeah. sterner tests to come. Let Let's see. Sunday might us a better I'm idea. Not, how he copes with Harry Kane? Yeah,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. I'm, I'm not. I'm not worried. Don't get me wrong. I just think. I'm just. I, I was just reflecting. I'm not having a go at him. Um, I, I will be patient. It's a bit like. It could be like. Um, when you when you get a new player, sometimes, like I, th- I can think of players. Especially defenders, and I'm going to now forget to remember their names. But I mean, we've had loads of, um, you know, squid latches. I'm thinking of that kind of defender who sometimes arrives and has a couple of good games and makes quite a good impression, and then then it tails off disastrously, and they never and they never recover. I'd rather like he works his way into form. And that we give him the chance. Clearly, you will, because as you're right, that is, this is our first choice defence now, isn't it? Um, yeah. I'd rather than have it make a massive splash instantly, and maybe then you know it's sort of flush in the pan.
0: Recency, recency bias is just everything in football now. Recency yeah.
1: bias is such a yeah. it's such a um, it's the phrase much loved of the Guardian podcast yeah. football podcast and it's i don't even know if the word recency actually exists but but yeah i know what you're saying
0: man. you know i mean it's just like you you do if someone has one bad game that they're shit yeah. and whatever it's just everything's overall from from previous performances and you know even last season where he was such a such a key performer for brighton but um no i'm i'm i'm, I'm hopeful of of him and i think you know by contrast, the conversation. I think Gabriel has been been amazing the last couple of games. Looks so solid.
1: Yeah, um, he was
0: just like just it's just so good to see him back amongst things. Like you you know he's someone that's for, for someone who I can't believe he's twenty two. He's he's, yeah. he's enormous. He's so strong. Like he's, he's he's great to see him back in the team. What um, really missed him? Yeah, We've, yeah, really. Yeah. What what were your thoughts on uh, Tommy Asu?
1: I thought he was great. I really do. I think um, I don't think he's put a foot wrong, um, yeah. literally, in, in 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 the games he's played. Um, and I, look, I mean, you have to give. I think we have to give. I'm about to give Arteta and the and uh, and you know all the Edu and the whoever the hell sorted out our transfers because Tommy Yasu looks like a really good buy again. You know, with with you're right. You know, <laughs> recently bias, but he really does look. I mean, he just yeah. has to keep this up, doesn't he? He has to, you know. But yeah. I think he's, he looks solid. He looks, you know, when he attacks, when he want, when he when he gets a chance. Um, I think he's really really impressive. So him, you've got him, who's a really int- really good signer, You know, not that expensive, and that was the position we desperately needed someone because of all of our mediocre right backs. Um, then Ramsdale I mean Ramsdale has been a fucking revelation hasn't he he's like a folk hero already I, w-
0: I was speaking to one of my friends about it and it, it, he's he's playing out of his skin at the moment I know it's like only a couple of games and he could be like a big mistake away whatever but you can tell that he's almost playing above himself it almost reminds me of when Emmy Martinez came into the team oh, and yeah. he's like so like he's so delighted to get that opportunity like against Burnley like how many keepers have we had you know in the past you think of like the Chesneys and Fabianskis where anything you know under their throat is just a nightmare but he took everything and like I Mm. I think I think he was man of the match from Arsenal supporters and for me rightly deserved because I thought I thought he was brilliant and he looked he just looks like at the moment you know we've played I think he's played three games and obviously not conceded yet and you just want that to keep going further and further and even if he does concede like a worldy goal or whatever. Like his confidence is is right up at the moment, and that's what you need as a goalkeeper. And l- maybe that's where where Leno was in the team for so long with faltering confidence that we we suffered a little bit from that.
1: He's a presence, isn't he, Josh? And I think this is another example of me being right and you being wrong because I think I predicted that he would keep him in the team and that he would he's become first choice. He's clearly become first choice keeper already. I mean, this is you know, there's no. He'd have to fuck up massively f- for Leno to get back in the team, I think, and he's already looking a distinct improvement, isn't he? Particularly as Max refers to getting, getting, you know, high balls, jumping for them, holding them, um, <laughs> just just dominant in the area. And even there was even a moment where you know, there was a corner and he was being jostled, and he he just kind of like pushed them out of the way. He did that thing that Leno did not do famously um, in the first game of the season. What do you what do you reckon about Ramsdale? You must be surprised.
2: Well, I don't know if you saw the story, but there was a German football journalist who's well respected who did tweet out ahead of the game at the weekend that Leno had been told he would have two games off following the defeat of Manchester City, and that he would return in goal for the North London derby. So there was already a feeling that this may have been sort of pre-arranged or premeditated to give Ramsdale. Some games. So, are you I don't seriously?
1: Know. Wait a minute. Well, wait a minute. Are you seriously telling me that that Leno's going to come back for the Spurs game?
2: This is the information that was put out oh. into the public domain that is Twitter. Uh, you might be familiar yeah. with Twitter. It's, uh, was it was it a reliable a source? Who is this? It is the, the Build reporter uh, Christian Falk? Uh, I'm not sure if you're familiar with uh, with his no. work, but uh, yeah. he has a blue tick and 306,000 followers on Twitter. Oh. So perhaps I that mean, makes him an authority. I mean, you've got 75, 80,000. Yeah, anyone could, a so, anyone could get blue. Yeah. tick. anyone could get blue tick these days. Christian so, Fuchs is that his name? Uh, Falk F A L K Christian Falk. Falk. So what I'm saying is it, it possibly premeditated, agreed. You, you could argue this. Did Leno do enough to be dropped in the 5-0 defeat at Manchester City? I argue no. Uh, He actually made a string of good saves. Yes, we got heavily beat. There was the cross for, I think, Goodnigan's header that was possibly poor, but there were one of several mistakes on that goal. Apart from that, I don't think he was at fault for the other goals. So I, I don't know. I wouldn't be shocked to see Bernd Leno, the German number two, uh, return to our goal on
0: Sunday. I think there's there's a real balance to be had as well with like and I think this is what I've been most critical of Arteta for is he doesn't manage like if you look at Arsenal players as assets he doesn't really manage his assets very well he almost kind of speaks down about people in the press and sometimes you always think well if we are going to have to sell these players. Come next summer, are we going to be able to recoup good good funds for them? And and I, f- I feel like sometimes with like like with Burton, you if he was just to whip him out the team and then didn't play again, like with Gwendozi, Gwendozi's gone on loan, and you know, there's there's a season long loan before potentially nine point five million when we could have sold him probably for double that the summer before. Um, it's something to be thought about there, maybe
1: how how would you feel if if um i mean i feel like as i said i feel like um Ramsdale's become a, a, a massive hit with the fans. You yeah, know, a fan favourite. I think he's had two. He's ever. He hasn't. I use that cliche again. He hasn't put a foot wrong. Not only that, I think that tackle, you know, for the penalty that was that w- was kind of brilliant because he he didn't panic. He just it was rather a well timed, you know, not flailing tackle, which is clearly why it was reversed. So obviously, it wasn't a penalty, as you said. I think there would be a, a fan uproar if he was dropped for the Spurs game.
0: Yeah, no matter what Christian Falk says. I, I would like. I would like Leno in. On Wednesday night, yeah, fine. Know. Oh, yeah, fine in the League Cup. Yeah, sure. I like yeah. Leno in on Wednesday night, and if he drops a bollock in that, <laughs> then definitely not starting.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, if he drops a ball or
0: a bollock, yeah. <laughs>
1: um, and it's not so much the case that I think you could argue. You know, I wouldn't argue necessarily with Josh that that that, that Leno did that much wrong in that in in when in the games, but. I said this last week about, I was referring to this last week. I don't think, I don't think Leno, I think Leno has been on a kind of slightly off, just yeah. i don 't think he's commanding enough, and i think and, and I also think he's uh, I, mean, I said this last week about how di- unlikable he is, whereas Raisdor seems like a much more likable i don 't know i just think he i th- i think the defense i 'm um, already saying this I have very very little proof i 'm going to say anyone anyway. I feel like the uh, that young defense prefers him than fucking Leno, who blames them well, and every time there's a goal we can see the goal, even if leno's vaguely at fault or vaguely you know, could have gone for it, he, he, he he i feel he still blames the defenders for it i don 't know it 's been their fault sometimes.
0: Yeah, I think Arteta's wanting a keeper to be able to play with his feet, and Leno right, not right. that comfortable doing that. And yeah. Leno has been questionable under the high ball recently, you know, Definitely. in in, in yep. the last in the last season or so. And and Ramsdale seems to be quite comfortable there. So by contrast, you know, it seems to have, have fit quite well. Leno is is a great shot stop. I don't think many people could deny that. Um, but yeah, it's, it is certainly interesting, as you say. and and, and I think Leno has had. He's a keeper that's not had any competition really for a, the best part of his yeah. season and a half. With you know, Runnison was his was his closest competition before that, and now he's got now. There's somebody that's come in and has had a sniff of the number one spot, and you you know that they're not going to give that up easily. So it's, it'll be very interesting to see who Mikel does start against Spurs. Mm.
1: I would be I would be amazed if he doesn't start with Ramsey, but mm. we'll see. We'll see. Um, I have another very big question to ask, um, but before we get to that. Let's take a quick break. And we're back from the break. Um, My big question is, you know who else is available for the Spurs game, don't you? Granite Xhaka. What are the chances, Max, of him? What are the chances that... He's definitely going to play, isn't he? I mean, there's no way. Looking historically, um, I think he goes straight back in the team, I, and and I will be marginally less furious than if um, Leno gets picked over Ramsdale. If Shaka gets back in the team, but I think he will, especially because it's a North London derby and blah blah.
0: It just seems a formality, and there's something you can guarantee with Chakr is that managers just pick him. He must be incredible in training, and apparently does have a real you know like great great attitudes and like really applies himself really well and and and, and has that and has a, almost an infectious attitude to everybody else but I just you just know that these occasions it, you know one one in five chance that he is just going to get another red card and you, and you know I think Gary Neville said it you'll never be able to change that with with Granit Xhaka so I don't know it's it's I I, I must admit i I, I did like, I love seeing Party back, obviously, but you know the the development of Le conga coming in. I even like Maitland-Niles in the middle as well. Um, so yeah, I, I think I think it will be Xhaka coming back yeah. because everybody loves him. But it will it will again be interesting to see what happens.
1: It will be interesting. We should say that I, I wanted to. I, I was just going to mention that 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 team selection again to give to give um the manager credit artistically i've been calling this is this is the team i i this is my team that i would have picked um the the, t- the, the team we played against burnley and it, initially you know you'd think it was going to be a 4-3-3 which i've been saying we should give a go it was more of a 4-1-4-1 wasn't it it was a very fle- it was a kind of pretty flexible formation but it was definitely like parte at the back click, clearing stuff up and then in front of him all of these attacking players Pepe Smith Rowe Diggs and he didn't work particularly well I mean no. it has to be said we only I think we only had what maybe three shots on target maybe um what are the stats we had 13 shots three on target yeah um yeah. Yeah, which isn't great, but uh, that's been a problem, obviously. that Getting the attack, knitting the, our attacking players together, getting them playing well together has been a, one of the major difficulties Arteta's had, but I think that team selection, I think I, 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 I would hope and pray, I'm not saying you should play, he's not going to play that team against Spurs, no way, but I do think in the games against teams like Burnley that that is the kind of team we should be playing, for sure. Like, all of, all of our best attacking players finding a way to fit them in, but he's definitely not going to play that, that kind of team against Spurs, is he?
0: Um, so, sorry, Josh, what are you saying?
2: Well, I, I, I can't see any other situation apart from Granite Xhaka come, coming back into the lineup. And I, I have to defend him slightly from the statistical guesswork, possibly there uh, from Max, saying it was about one in four. Uh, did you say one in four on the red card, Max? Something like that, yeah.
0: It must be statistically yeah. something like that.
2: It's 1 in 41, I have to tell you, in, in the Premier League. It's 1 in 41, just four red cards, 164. We, we have a... A miss, uh, probably, that we...
0: And just four red cards
2: is, is quite a thing to say. In, Premier, in Premier League. In Premier League, he's got yeah, yeah. four red cards for yeah. um,
0: so our It feels like a lot more than that.
2: <laughs> it does feel like a lot more. Um, I mean, he gets fucked every fucking game, doesn't he?
1: I mean, let's not, let's not forget that. Uh,
2: I think it works out just under it Well, just over one in three. Uh, <laughs> just okay. over one in three. Um, look, the... Y- y- we know what the back four is going to be, don't we? I mean, it's Tierney, it's Gabrielle, Ben White, um, Tommy Yasu. I, I cannot see um, a situation where Granite Xhaka doesn't play. I can't see a situation where Thomas Partey doesn't play. Has Odegaard done enough to play? Yeah, Probably. I mean, he'll play. he'll, he'll play. You exactly.
1: He'll drop Smith-Rowe for...
2: Um... He get, he'll, he'll drop yeah. Smith-Rowe, I completely yeah. agree. Um, I just wonder if there's a you know w- when when Lacazette comes back into the lineup. But I, I think what's more likely is, is Saka, Aubameyang Pepe. So you got Jacqueline Party, Odegaard ahead, Saka, Pepe, Aubameyang and and that's the team. And I suspect that's a, the most common team we'll we'll see this season if everyone's fit. I just um,
0: think when I, when I look at the Arsenal team, I think there's just a bit of a cause for concern. I think we we did one goal from open play in the yeah. first five games. Yeah. Um, obviously, it's quite a cause for kick. concern. Yeah, yeah, and obviously the free kick, um, you know, it was a great free kick. But other than that, like there wasn't there wasn't many clear cut chances. So, and it's not like we're creating loads. Um, so it, that's no. and that and that's and that's and that's quite worrying for me. And I feel like when we're getting into those areas as well, we're just not being clinical. I think, I must admit, I think, I think, um, I think Bukayo Saka's struggled a little bit since coming back. He's definitely not, you know, as a player that, that was so good for us. I I was speaking to one of my friends the other day, and I I think from, from my side, I think the best we saw of Saka was almost when he he was he'd been into the team about six months and he was playing like left wing back and registered like thirteen assists or something like that. Where it seems like when he comes more a bit more inside and if he's not playing with Smith Rowe, who doesn't give him the ball straight away, seems to be struggling a little bit. But he had a few chances at the, at the weekend where I think Pepe yeah. got in and he and he just couldn't sort his touch out and it just seems like he's a little yeah. bit off at the moment. So uh,
1: he's definitely a bit off. But I, all I would say about that is I completely agree with you about Saka. He, he's he's out. Of- form i mean he, yeah. but still still worth playing because oh, even he's still what he still wants the penalty didn't he uh, the free kick sorry the free kick um that that, that we scored from he's still come there's still always three or four moments in every game no matter how kind of bad he, i know you're right he suddenly seemed to forget how to chuck the ball like how remember how brilliant it was for england those amazing ways he'd get the ball keep it like stuck, glued to his foot, and he managed to like elude like three or four players, which he seemed to do for Arsenal as well, of course. But I do think he's suffering from the England post-tournament blues. I saw a tweet earlier, and I meant to um, to um, remember it to refer to, it, and I've lost it. I'm just looking now. I've lost it. But I was saying how pretty much every major England player, attacking player, you know, Harry Kane. For example, who's having a terrible time at the moment? He was absolutely shocking in the last couple of Spurs games. So you know, all of the attacking players that played for England quite ha- are having a terrible start to the season, or, or not very or certainly a disappointing start. That. And I do think it—you always see it. Don't you? Well, you know, think of him think of what he's been through he got to the he played in the final I mean he came on a sub he played but he, he, he played in major games in the Euros that we nearly won he had that fucking missed penalty he's had all the ridiculous stuff that's happened on social media about him the racism he's dealt with a lot and I think I think that's exhaust and he's still playing every single game for Arsenal. <laughs> you know, he's not he hasn't been given any yeah. kind of rest. I mean, obviously he's given like a week extra week off or whatever. But I do think it's time to rest him. Maybe. I mean, may, I can't. I, I don't think you're resting for the Spurs game because I think he six is too important. But. He just, I just feel like he needs a rest to get to mentally sort himself out. I and mean, The other final thing I was going to say about, because I was interested, I was glad you brought up the fact that his first touch was was poor because it's usually so brilliant. Everyone was banging on about Pepe's first touch, which was a, and he did have some bad moments where he didn't control the ball, but so did Zaka. And this fucking argument that happens that I've had time and time again with people, particularly um, one person about Pepe's tech, in, in quotes technique. Well, we're not suddenly saying Zaka hasn't got technique. We know he's got brilliant technique. But Pepe can trap the ball and, and deal with it and, and brilliantly, you know, go inside and make a great pass and score sometimes. He has got technique. It's just, some, it's just he's incredibly inconsistent with it. And I think, you know, which it shows that a play like, even a player like Zaka can be inconsistent with their, in quotes, technique, with the trapping the ball, etc. cetera. Um, so I just wanted to make that little ranting point. I'm
0: a, sorry, Max, go on. Sorry, I was just saying. say, I'm, I'm, I'm personally a huge, huge fan of Pepe. Yeah, same. Uh, I, 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 I love him. I, th- I think... You know, when you look at him, he's he's almost like a bit of a maverick in the way he plays. Um, you know, he doesn't kind of. It, 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 it's almost interesting that I think Arteta's kind of finally trusted him now. Yeah, because yeah. he's not really like an Arteta kind of player um, in 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 the way that he's not like organised and, and doesn't like follow patterns and patterns of play and sort of plays his own game really. But I think the the sooner that we can. Give Pepe like, opportunities to to put pe- put to put himself in space and find other players and get shots in on goal. I think we'll see a, a great return from him as we did towards sort of the end of last season.
1: Yeah, agreed. Yeah, what do you think about the Saka situation, Josh?
2: Granny Saka or yeah, soccer?
1: no Saka? Sorry, Saka, Saka.
2: Yeah, I I think some level of. Um, Dip it is slightly inevitable after after the sort of highs we've seen. And there was such a level of pressure on his shoulders at certain points in the last year, 18 months, to be the player that we would look to in a period where Aubameyang has been out of form and, and not the player that we that we hoped. that um, Just taking that off his shoulders for a bit and allowing sort of a, a return into former Aubameyang Um, Odegaard's come in, Pepe to have some games, you want to see that you you don't always want to be like who is our man of the match today and it feels inevitable so I don't know I'm not worried at all I think he is as as he seems to be called by the Arsenal social media team and a lot of other people, star boy at the moment, I know you're not wearing your t-shirt you got of him today Boyd but I presume you wash. it's in the wash well you can't wear it five days you know Monday to Friday I guess it needs it's good to have Monday (laughs) off for the for the yeah, T-shirt, exactly. you get something else. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm I'm hugely excited about um, everything. Bukayo Saka and how promising he he's going to be. And look, he's just turned twenty. Right, last week. Did you send him a birthday card, Boyd?
1: Uh, no, I forgot. Sorry. Good good reminder
2: though. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you, you maybe no, better late than never, but yeah. get, get in there early ahead Relax. of the, the twenty twenty first. Yeah. Um, no, I'm 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 just. So, so she was excited and and probably the thing that pleased me most. What um, was that grit and determination from all of them on Saturday? I don't care. Winning one, they ugly at Burnley. Brilliant. Uh, we shouldn't get over excited about it. Burnley have been hopeless at home now for all of 2021. I don't think they would won since, since January. Arsenal have got a great record at, at Burnley over the last, you know, how many years they've been in the premier league. And, do you know how many free kicks we scored direct in the whole of the Premier League last year?
1: Um, just one,
2: two. Two? I was going to say one. And yeah, yeah. Just, just two. I can mean, remember William. Exactly. So, just two. So, to already have one so near the start of the season and feel like we've got a real threat from, you know, that kind of position um, is, is fantastic as well. So, I, I I sort of saw a bit of negativity, even amongst sort of Arsenal supporting friends and, and WhatsApp groups, feeling like it was a bit of a horrible watch and it was, you know... Difficult and you know not very flowing and and everything like that. I was I was just pleased. Three oh, yeah, points same, was was same, huge. Yeah. I mean, we win two 0 on Sunday. We're above Spurs. I mean, how ridiculous not, is that after everything that's happened? To you? Yeah, let's get ahead of ourselves, but yeah,
0: go on. There was, Im- there was an image that I, there was, there was two things I really liked. Let's say the performance was a bit dogged. It wasn't the best game, but um, there was a couple of, um, did you, did you see that image of Ramsdale, like holding the ball and, t- and yeah. e, like, shouting at him? in a thought yeah. that's yeah. The sort of like house three we need. Like Ramsdale, when he, when he, when he goes to, to catch the ball, I like the way he has a foot out. So if mm. a striker wants to come in, they're getting, a face for the boot, like yeah. you need a you need a bit of that at Burnley yeah. Play. So yeah, it was uh, it was it was a pleasing win for that. And Saturday Saturday evenings are always much better when, when it when Arsenal win always.
2: And Boyd, there was a good bit of PR from Ramsdale, wasn't there, when he went into the crowd yeah. with his shirt. Yeah handed it over to a young kid. So uh bonus points for uh, every for Amso, every kind of child
1: thing. now yeah that was lovely if every child now everyone under the age of like 15 has to go to a game now with the sign saying please give me your shirt don't like it's like it's it's um it, it's extraordinary how that's become. It, that
2: is one of the weaknesses i imagine with sitting in club level like, mm. you're not yeah. going to get a shirt are you no. you could take as many signs as you no. want yeah imagine that how would Although you get launch it up I bet Tierney could throw it up there. Could chuck it up there? No, he'd have a go. No chance.
1: No, you're not a shirt.
2: You'd have to get it into a proper ball, and uh, oh, I think it'd maybe. be it'd be tough. There was Did another you get back shot- to the club shop? Because I know you were, tr- were you trying to not, get stuff in the club shop I'm, the other week. I haven't, been,
1: I haven't bought anything else yet. No, no. There was oh. another shot of Tierney giving his shirt to, by the way to a to a kid in the crowd as well. They're all they're all doing it. So uh, at the oh, Burnley right. game, yeah. Yeah, well, I was going
2: to ask the answer, Boyd. You have to go to an away game yes. to take your sign because, yes. in club level, it's not yes. going to
1: happen. <laughs> I mean, I don't think. I think I look slightly too old. I think it would be. I think it would be remiss of me to um, carry a sign saying, "Please give me your shirt" uh, as a fifty.
2: What would your reasoning be? Like, if you had a few extra words to add on to that, like, let what, not... what would your argument be?
1: <laughs> Let's not um, tempt... Let's not. I, I, I'm not going to enter into that. Um, oh. I mean, I can. Are say you going
2: on? You going Wednesday, boy? I am the- going
1: Wednesday. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Look, are you sitting
2: the- in your seats?
1: Yeah, hundred uh, percent. Yeah, yeah. There's rumours that Charlie Patina I was going to mention this. Charlie Patina yeah. our new Wonderkid, Wonderkid, mm. um, or Wonderkid. If you watch Ted Lasso, and if you don't watch Ted Lasso, then what the fuck are you doing with your life? Um, there's a whole dis- debate about what, whether it's Wonderkid or Wonderkid. Um, and uh, but he, there are rumours he's going to play. We, we all hope he plays in this game on Wednesday. I mean, obviously, we are going to. Change it about a bit, we, but then again, we do have to win. We'd have to beat we'd, because this competition is now a clear route into Europe. But Max, have, we, have you heard about the Patino fella? Have you have you studied him on the uh, on the on the videos and on the YouTube? And are he's and we should all be very excited about him.
0: Yeah, he's uh, he, he looks like a real talent in the uh, in the Arsenal academy. Is he, is he wearing number ten? Did I get that right? Uh, and he's he, he he looks like coming through with that left foot. I saw the goal he scored against. uh Man United, Man United reserves went past, yeah, no less than yeah. Phil Jones and stuck it past Henderson as well, didn't he? So exactly, yeah, um, yeah two no, legends. Look, <laughs> yeah, looks like um, looks like a real talent, and I, um, yeah, I, I really hope to see him coming through in the time. I think didn't yeah. did Nelson say um, to watch out for him? And he was the one that yeah. he spoke about. Yeah. Soccer, so yeah, fingers crossed that uh, he, maybe he plays on Wednesday as well. Yeah,
1: I really hope. To, yeah, he's seventeen. Um, he's like a kind of skillful attacking midfielder, isn't he? It's very mm-hmm. exciting, possibly. Yeah, are you going, Josh, on Wednesday so you, to see Patino, Charlie?
2: I'm still working out if I am going. Might have a, a work commitment that that takes me. Um, uh, nope. Possibly to the uh, the fourth round draw. Weirdly enough, uh,
1: oh, one of your clients hopes. is in the fourth round. Yeah, my
2: my, my car is doing the the fourth round draw, so I may or may not be with him, depending on what goes on on Wednesday, uh, which would take me away from the Emirates. But I will do everything in my powers to ensure a brilliant fourth round draw. Um, of course, uh, not of course. That I'll be able to do anything <laughs> at all about it. Um, but naively, I would um, I would hope that we will be in it. Um, with, uh, did you watch? Talking of Micah, which talking of so Micah Richards, we should say is what is what
1: you're his his what kind of um, manager? i mean, his manager. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Are you
2: Man- going to be? And he's
1: about- oh totally. Don't worry. I'm not going to. I would never oh, be good. unprofessional. Okay. It's like I mean I love him and he's great. He's, he's a great um he's a great clearly a lovely guy and a very entertaining. But I did hmm. watch. If you watched the Sky yesterday, I don't know if you saw it, Max, but they had um, Roy Keane was on. In in the Chelsea Spurs match, even by his standards, he was on with Micah. It was him, Micah, and uh, who's the third? Um, pilot, Graham Sunnis. Yeah. Oh, Graham Sunez, always, yeah. as and um, Keane, and and um, Sunez, uh, always the duo, and often it's Micah or, or 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 Gary Neville or whatever. Anyway, Keane, Roy Keane, he, by his even by his standards, was in an extraordinarily. Um, pugnacious form, he was furious about how Spurs was. And obviously, as an Arsenal fan, it was amazingly... Harry Kane, yeah. absolutely, let him have it with both barrels. I mean, he—I've never seen anyone attack Harry Kane the way that he did. And I was—I'm totally there for it, by the way. I mean, I also incredibly entertaining. Um, but Michael looked quite shocked. And I, so, I, what I'm saying to you is, I really want to know the full. Like, what is my uh, Michael? Sometimes watching, he's sitting there watching Roy Keane and coming out with this stuff, and it's like, what the fuck is he going on about? But in, you know, in a kind of brilliant way. So I think it, it's a—it's a fascinating. Um...
2: I, 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 I've got to say, I'm, I'm obviously not completely neutral. But I thought it was excellent. The the forty five minutes after the game yesterday, very entertaining, mm. sort of must watch entertaining um, stuff. Considering you know that they are effectively having the post match debate and just dropping in a bit of comments from the manager, I, I thought it was fantastic and, and genuine debate. There there was there was disagreement, but you know everyone making you know their arguments, and I just think Keane is. I think that he's keen. You know? There's no act, right? Like he, oh yeah, no. You yeah. know, this is I mean, his strong he, opinion he gets, and yeah, he gets it. And yeah. look, Tottenham, let's face it, it, that should have been six or seven. However we felt as Arsenal fans watching Chelsea Arsenal and that first half, yeah. at least we put in enough yeah. in the second half where we didn't get like taken the piss out of. There were six, seven brilliant opportunities in that seven half. They took three, but there were some outstanding saves. Like it was a terrible half of football where Spurs fans felt very angry. And yes, three one nil wins to open the season, but they fell apart at crystal palace. Yes. They're down to 10 men. You fancy Arsenal Sunday. I fancied Arsenal before I saw that second half. I I just think there's enough in the Arsenal team to go ahead and beat Spurs this Sunday. And if we, after the start they had and the start we had are above them after six games, that would be hilarious.
0: Well, that's and I think it will happen. Yeah. I like that.
2: Wow, I mean, not, you that of... the, not that our or well, sadly, too much of this season might be about do we finish above Spurs because it isn't going to be about are we winning the title. Oh, or definitely... changing for the <laughs> challenging for the top four. But when that game, and suddenly we do get back into a conversation about the top six. I mean, I know it's six games in, but that you know people were talking like that was dead and buried after three games. If we're on nine points after six games, it, it's absolutely on. I mean we're we're on. I just think I'm so excited for Sunday now. I re I really am. I just think we've 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 playing them at a time where they're feeling shitty after two crap performances. We're on, you know, a little bit of a bounce after a couple of wins. Hopefully a encouraging performance against Wimbledon in the week. I'm excited, boys.
1: I don't mm, know what you're doing. It worries me. It worries you, me.
2: You don't look too excited. No, I'm not. I'm dreading it
1: because I think this is exactly all Arsenal fans. I don't, i never. Understood, all Arsenal fans are getting overexcited about the like, whole. Oh, yeah, if we go, if we if we beat them too near, we go above them. Blah blah blah. I mean, this is a North London derby. Anything can happen. Use that cliche. Also, suppose there's no way they're going to play as badly against us as they did against Chelsea and and Palace. It's never going to happen. They're going to be much better. And and always Kane and Son together are quite capable of tearing our, our defence apart. Yeah. You know, so I mean, I don't want to preempt the the prediction, Max, but I'm not as confident as
0: Josh's. Well when you see Harry Kane four games played, zero goals. Yeah. Right. You know, you know he's like you don't you don't even want to tempt fate. Like no. you know he, you know he's coming close or scoring on on Sunday. So yeah. I mean I, I want I'm <laughs> uh, it's hard. It's hard to to not back us after watching how bad they were. But you know what we're capable of when we're mm-hmm. bad, and we haven't been in free flowing attacking form. So I would like to think that the the, the new Jubilant Emirates will get us through on mm-hmm. uh, on Sunday. So I will go. Are we doing predictions now?
1: Um, well, it, it kind of got ahead of weight predictions uh, because Josh Joshua uh, blundered in talking about that
2: game. We've almost like got sorry, to the- I, that's okay. I did. I took us on a tangent when you were talking you about that's the post match or why Roy Keane was taking Spurs. But I, yeah. I just genuinely, like, sorry. our record against Spurs at home in the Premier League is terrific. Like, they they've not come and won. I mean, it's over ten years, isn't it? I think it's that game in November, okay. yeah. twenty ten, where they won three two. So for us. To, to go into this game, any North London derby at home, we've we've been in you know, you know find plenty of draws in there, but we haven't sort of come and been beaten. So I'm, I don't know, Boyd. I, I know you sort of want to be a, a little bit cautious, yeah. And you've you've understandably, uh, you know, got that. Yeah. And hopefully, will you be wearing your Saka t shirt for the game Sunday, or are you going to get it out? I actually, than
1: that? I actually can't make it to the game on Sunday. Oh you've got, got this gig, I've got, yeah, don't you, I'm hosting an event
2: with <laughs> Ricky Gervais close. Oh Ricky Gervais. Sorry. Yeah I'm
1: hosting I'm hosting an event with Ricky Gervais at the exact time um that I which I yeah.
2: So Well we should say you agreed to it prior to the kickoffs being confirmed.
1: Uh, yes. I certainly put it this way, I didn't have the calendar of, of um, fixtures in my um on my iPhone when I agreed to to host the event.
2: But you know, um, Are you going to record the game, or well, this is yeah. a live event and it would be too difficult? It'd be a live event. I'm going to record the game.
1: Yeah, of course. Yeah, I'll set the I'll set mm-hmm.
2: the the sky queue. But, but you won't watch it as live. You think you as in will you know the score?
1: I think I I, I can never avoid the score. Yeah, I I, I'll, I yeah. will. I okay. think I think I think I will. Um, I think I'll be finished with um Ricky um by the second half. So I think I'll probably watch most of the second half at the um, venue, which is a cinema in town. So I'll probably um. Yeah, I'll probably be watching it on my phone. The second half, I'm I'm thinking, yeah,
2: that's why you're not excited about this, Boyd. I am excited.
1: No, I'm very excited. It's just an affo- I mean, I, obviously, I'm I'm incredibly honoured to be doing QA and A with Ricky Gervais, but it is unfortunately it's cl- it's exact clash.
2: Um, yeah, he's, he's not interested in football, is
1: he? He's. Do you know what? He's always um, he always asks about Arsenal whenever I see him because he knows that I, I'm a big Arsenal fan. I'm, you know, I don't see him every week, but I see him. You know, send me every, every now and then when he's got he, he, you know when I see him about a new project or whatever. So he's a he, he keeps tabs on it. He does keep tabs on it, and he's usually
2: aware. of what's Have you going ever on. gone to a game together? Has he ever has he no. come, with you, come with you? No, huh? no I don't is, think he would. Is I is don't the, think he would. Is, is Maybe if you tell him there's an opportunity Sorry, that someone. Oh, sorry, sorry. But I was going to say maybe he'll come along if he knows there's a chance of getting a sweaty shirt from Kieran Tierney launched mm. from the pitch up to
0: you in mm. club level. Will I don't that get think him there?
1: I don't think that's going to entice him. No. What did you ask, Max? Right. Sorry,
0: what did I you was mean? saying is this for afterlife. This is for afterlife. Yeah, it's yeah.
1: actually an afterlife. Um, it's called from script to screen. And it's a, um, it's, a, it's like a Netflix Evening Standard event. Yeah, they're doing a whole... Yeah, it's, so it's like how he, how he writes it and everything. Um, awesome. Yeah, Colourful. I'll ask him if he wants to come to a game. I, he definitely won't. He definitely won't. Can you imagine Ricky Gervais in the middle of... He, he, even club level, he's still going to get bombarded with, um, with people. We, asking him uh, so.
2: Well, I... Uh... It's not as busy as it used to be in club level. <laughs> that that much is clear from looking around. I mean, there's there's never been more seats available. Even now, you go on and you want to buy a ticket for Arsenal Spurs on Sunday, you can have you can have a whole row in club level if you want. That's the can level it? of uh, demand. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, there's there's, there's hundreds the of tickets in, How much in club the level. Ticket? They're just too expensive. How much it, cost? it ranges. I, I think the cheapest ones in club level uh something like 165 i think for, um, for sunday oh that's ridiculous uh, but they go up to about 330 for the sort of bang on the center is that, is that uh, dinner
1: included? Halfway halfway no so it doesn't no. even include food max no it doesn't it is outrageous yeah another 12 quid for a fucking veggie burger if you want
0: to if you want to eat yeah. well at least at least we're not doing what spurs did with the uh the carb was it that they did like all vegan menus at the game didn't they
1: Oh, on their carbon neutral yeah that was funny actually the carbon neutral thing was even fun it was almost as funny as the royal king going absolutely crazy um about how (laughs) shit spurs were that was fascinating yeah the whole attempt to kind of was it um yeah long kind of interview with uh kieran Trippier. i think it was wasn't it about his (laughs) carbon neutral i mean do me
0: a favor i mean like drowning their sorrows with a grilled shiitake burger. <laughs> let's
1: not, let's not, have, I mean, I'm not a fan of the shiitake particularly, but let's not do down all the vegans. Oh, you know? no, I'm not yeah, doing no, that. No, I don't want to, I don't want to upset any punters. Don't bro. upset any punters. No, exactly. Oh. Anyway, I guess we are winding our way rather pathetically to um, predictions time. I just wanted to bring up one other thing about the game. The game was which I meant to mention right at the beginning. Which I've seen a lot of people excuse our um, frankly useless final ball in that game. Like we, you know, we had some quite promising. We'd have quite a few promising um, a- attacks built up, and then someone either Pepe often or whoever would, Zaka, whoever would not would not. Deliver a clinical final ball to score, or would shoot wild. Emil Smith had a couple of chances. They're blaming the dry pitch. Could it possibly be the fault of the dry pitch,
0: Max? I mean, I think I think all footballers around might prefer a greasy surface, but it used to be it, it used to be like a thing, wasn't it? Oh, if Arsenal come to town. Maybe don't dry your pitch. Or I think there was a Champions League game uh, when uh, Mourinho's Inter Milan might have played um, Barcelona, and obviously yeah. they had the the tiki the taka. Um, and I think he didn't didn't water the pitch. But to be honest, nowadays you look at I think if you look at every game that we start a kickoff with. It's always a long ball that starts it, isn't it? So, oh, always. Yeah, always. Yeah. So I don't know if that applies to us as much anymore, but, you know, Burnley will always be Burnley. So Burnley will try, we'll try these sort of things. Yeah.
1: Okay. I just wanted I just wanted the dry pitch issue to be addressed fully. Right then, it is it's is, uh, predictions time. We can't w- Josh tried to uh, ram it through earlier in a in a wild reorganization of the uh, of the format of the podcast. But that's fine. So you've kind of predicted or are you think you're going to win, Josh. You have thrown down that gauntlet against Spurs by the
2: way. What is it, what are you saying? 3-1, 2-1, 3-1? 0 2-0. We'll win on on Sunday. We should possibly predict the Wimbledon game, but we'll go to I suppose two nil. I yeah. think. And yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I don't know. I mean, maybe I'm oddly confident. I just, just see enough in this squad. And I was arguing for this a couple of weeks ago on the podcast that the crisis might not be as big as, as people are, are making out that we're probably one point behind where I thought we might be after three games and that with a couple of wins, things could start to feel very different. So you know, and look, even if we draw this game, not it, it, not a disaster, you know. I think everyone would have taken seven points from the from the sort of three games after the international break. So, yeah, that's my thoughts. And uh, I think a 2-0 win, Boyd. Um, I know you'll be worried about Clean. what's going on, sort of afterlife and, and whatnot. But have you got any thoughts on the game?
1: Clean sheet for Leno, you're predicting. That's that's interesting. Um well, potentially,
2: Leno. I don't know. I mean, it yeah. depends if you believe a bloke with three hundred thousand followers yeah. on yeah, Twitter I don't know. who's I don't know. German. Does he have a German insight into this with Leno?
1: Yeah, not okay. sure. Not sure. Um, I oh god, I don't know. I really don't know. I mean, I think I'm going to put it a draw just because part of me really thinks we're going to lose. in, in a, like, I don't know. I don't. I, I don't have much, as much. I don't have your confidence, so I'm going to go for a. I'll go for a wild tool draw. <coughs> what about you, Max.
0: I mean, I don't think I've been on this podcast and ever predicted anything less than a win. So hmm. I'll, go, I'll go 1-0. Without, okay. I don't think we're... We're, we're, not a, we're not a team that scores a lot of goals. That's true. Um, so, yeah, it would be 1-0 and it'll be a set piece.
1: <laughs> Interesting. And we have got the midweek um, game in the, uh, in the um, what's it called, Cup, in the Carabao Cup against AFC Wimbledon. Um Max what do you reckon? I guess it'll be we'll see the likes of Martinelli
0: and um those people. Um, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say as well it's 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 nice to go into a game like this and you know it, we're going to be seeing people like Martinelli and hopefully Charlie Patino where before we'd be giving people like a Mustafia run around. <laughs> Yeah. Um so it's uh, it's nice. I I mean, honest, well, having said
1: that, the last the lineup in the last game was was quite extraordinary,
0: wasn't it? Um, well, I think that's because we were on a on a real bad spell and needed a yeah. win. Otherwise, it would have been Arteta's head. Yeah. Sure. So um, yeah, no, I, I think I, I haven't seen a great deal of AFC Wimbledon, but let's let's say let's say four nil. Oh, four nil. Okay, Josh.
2: Yeah, it's interesting to think about the team for this game, even in goal. I mean, does Ramsdale sort of stay in? He obviously played in the last round away at West Brom. Or does Leno come back in? And Mm. what Arteta Mel may not be thinking about for Sunday, you know, heavily influences that decision. Um, You presume we'll see an entirely different back line. Cedric, presumably, I think, coming in at right back. I'm sure both central defenders will change. I'd expect Holding and Mari, Nuno Tavares, you think Maitland-Niles will get the nod in... Colasin probably... played in the, in the last League Cup game. Oh. Well, I know, but that was, you know, I I, I I don't think... I think Tavares... I think if we go for four at the back, that's, that's mm. what he is. Lukonga yeah. probably in Maitland-Niles. Um, I mean, Eddie and Ketia, we haven't seen uh, in some mm. time. Lacazette, Martinelli. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's those are the sort of players I, I'd expect to, to see. Yeah. Um, look... Against League One opposition, they've started the season okay. I, I, I think this is probably a win, maybe not as heavy as people think, but I'll go three-one to uh, to Arsenal.
1: Uh, yeah, I'm going to go um, 2 0 I'm going to go two-nil for that one. I don't know why. Well, Max, it's been a joy. Thanks for coming back to the podcast. Thanks for inviting me. Enjoyed Pleasure. it. Thank you, Josh. Um, so I think a lot of us will be there on Wednesday it'll be be interesting and um, let us pray that you are both right about the North London Derby Um, we'll see and we'll see you this time next week, cheers, bye if you'd
0: like to advertise on or sponsor this show contact us at playbackmedia.co.uk
2: sports social podcast
1: network